0: I've,
1: I've already started recording. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. Uh, <laughs> That's for you later. <laughs> when
0: you have to edit it. And you're like, oh my god.
1: It's just the right secret sauce, you know. Right. Hi everyone. Welcome back to Prevention Nation,
0: where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence. My name is Roy Lutz,
1: and I'm Holly Smith. Season two. We couldn't stay away. <laughs> no,
0: we sure couldn't. Why not? Why couldn't we stay away?
1: Uh so I just feel like our job is to <laughs> who said this? I don't know where this is in job description, but to, yeah. to comment on things that are happening in, in their culture. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like especially from an education standpoint when you're educating kids like or adolescents, teens, whatever it is. Yeah you got to stay with it. And, like, we would want to listen events. if we were just talking about, like, stuff from five months ago? Our society moves so fast, we can't just, like, do that.
0: I agree. Yeah. So, so even when we try to be quiet for a while, it's uh <laughs> we, we're forced out of... We have of, so uh, much
1: to say. Right? <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Um,
1: yeah. So this is season two because we couldn't keep quiet.
0: We couldn't. <laughs> Which
1: I think is not a bad thing. We're not here to, like, you know, cause any trouble. We just have a lot of thoughts. We're here to
0: raise awareness, Really, we're
1: raising awareness, and that's what we do. Absolutely, that's (laughs) what we do. Any TikTokers out there might understand that reference, but... Absolutely. um, Okay, so season two, not even a month after season one, we're going to take a longer break. We really do have a lot of other stuff to do, but we are coming back for the first episode because... The sports world is exploding. It is. Imploding? I don't know. Imploding. A little
0: (laughs) bit of both, probably. Yeah.
1: Um, If you haven't been watching or seeing the news, or if you haven't been on social media, then you don't know about this. But if you have, there are so many posts about what's going on. So the Olympics, my favorite sports event... I don't really watch or do anything else with sports, mm-hmm. um, but I do watch the Olympics. So,
0: the Olympics is so universal for everybody, and it is, yeah. I mean, it's such a multi-talented...
1: And it's like, it's like ancient, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's yeah. this thing that has been around for how many years? I guess that you could say that for, like, soccer, too, but... Yeah. Anyway, um, the U.S. women's gymnastics team has done well for decades, um, and we're seeing someone Simone Biles Mm -hmm. stepping down, not because of a uh, physical, bodily, outward injury that we can see, but because she wants to take care of her mental health. And I'm just going to say up front, I applaud that. I think that's amazing. Um, Anyone who has an injury, including, (laughs) Mm -hmm. she doesn't have an injury in her brain, right? But she is, like, that's affecting her. And it honestly could, like affect her physically. You know what I mean? Like if you go yeah. in with a bad mindset and you're not focused <clears throat> on, okay, this is how I need to rotate, this right. is how I need to land, you really could get extremely physically hurt. But anyway.
0: Well, let's, let's, let's open it up with that then. Cause that's the one that just, just really throws me is the concept around the injury. I mean, we, uh, there's so much data from the medical field that talks about uh, one of the greatest health uh, risk factors is stress stress mm-hmm. emotional the psychological stress
1: it put you at risk for everything but
0: yes it's bad for all blood your, your pressure, total health everything blood sugar um, so here sugar. we have this person that, that uh if this if she had twisted an ankle broken a knee people would say oh you know how could one go on but i mean this is an emotional injury this is a history an emotional injury with history and trauma mm-hmm. behind it uh that is profoundly more damaging and destructive than a knee injury. Yeah, and, yet, and I was thinking earlier. Um,
1: Michael Phelps commented on it too, and he was like, "Yeah, this is extremely hard. Like, you literally feel like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders." And mm-hmm. I would compare the two. Like back in two thousand eight, two thousand twelve, I think we were watching Michael. We were watching the Olympics because of Michael Phelps. Oh yeah. We're watching the Olympics now because Simone Biles is doing mm-hmm. so great. The goat, if you will. <laughs> yeah, the goat. Absolutely. She's doing tricks that women have never done. Um. Anyway, he was just like. Saying that, and I was thinking, like, yeah, he is. He's come out now saying he's had the same struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, but back when people weren't talking about this as much, we saw him. Like, I remember there was like one photo of him that came out with like a bong or whatever, and people yeah. were like, oh my gosh, it's marijuana believe.
0: use. Yeah, yeah,
1: like what is he doing? Is his life? Blah, blah blah blah. And it's like, okay, like it's a lose lose. Like you keep it together, <clears> you win <throat> the Olympics, yeah. and then the pressure cracks you afterwards, or you take your mental health first and people Mm -hmm. lash after you like
0: right
1: yeah when you're that high up in people's like vision i guess like at that olympic level or whatever it is like there's always scrutiny and it's like okay simone thank you for like realizing that and understanding your own self and your own mind and body to know that you should sit out this one
0: Absolutely. I mean, you're exactly right. When we hold, uh, we hold these people up and we think that, you know, all oh, their athletes, they're adequately prepared for being put up on this pedestal and having the weight of the world on their shoulders. But how does one prepare for that? Yeah, you, know? you, you just can't. can't.
1: No, you cannot. Because, I mean, look at Simone and Michael Phelps. Like, they're kind of in the same, they're, they, they were kind of in the same situations. Mm-hmm but completely different. She's a woman. She does gymnastics. Yep. He's a man, does swimming, blah, blah, all these differences. But um, so yeah. So there
0: you are on the world stage. And let's see, how, how uh, healthy is the the culture of mm-hmm. women's gymnastics? Right. Let's get into that, Roy. <laughs> right. Let's get into it.
1: <laughs> um, so you said earlier, um, and we've been talking about this for the past day. I mean, I don't even know, has the news been 24 hours old yet? Yeah, I don't know. A little know. over 20 hour. Yeah. Um, anyway, you said the other day, like, yeah, if she would have broken her leg in half, we would have been like, well, duh, she can't compete like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it brought me back. I love the Olympics, like, so much. So I was alive but not really understanding what the Olympics were in 1996. Yeah. The 1996 Olympics, um, Carrie Strug, I hope I am saying that right, Um Hopefully, some of you guys remember this, but she uh, broke her ankle at the Olympics during an event and then was encouraged by her coach to um, keep going. Like, Are you
0: sure? They didn't say, oh, broken ankle. How can somebody go on? No. No. <laughs>
1: Thank you for that question. Yeah. <laughs> that, that question. Right? Um, no. The coach, I can't remember his first name, but Carole. Mm-hmm. hmm uh, and they used to have a ranch, the Coroli Ranch, um, was like, no, you, you suck it up, basically. You got to do this. And she was yeah. like, I don't really want to. Um, in her own words, that's how she's described it. And he was like, no, you got to do it. And we saw on TV his co- the coach being like, yeah, you can do it. Come on, you can do it. She did the vault with a broken ankle, won gold. Hooray, mm-hmm. right? We're so excited. America's great. Like, we won, blah, blah, blah. Um, but just think about how much trauma that was. And yeah. like, she was kind of forced into retirement at age 18. She was 15 at the time. She broke her ankle. So she tried to do this for a few more years. But I can imagine physically and mentally, she was just like, I, I can't anymore. I just can't.
0: Well, yeah, you shared, you shared, a, you tagged me in, I guess, a post, a Facebook post. Yeah. And so I read that. And it was really profound listening to this, uh, the author of the post, talk about how uh, when he was watching that same event mm-hmm. now, like, you know, watching the old clip of that with his own kids and seeing that his kids even didn't cheer for her when she landed because he couldn't see it the same yeah. way. When he was younger, he saw it like, yay, look at her. She did that with a broken was ankle. Cheering. But now he looked at it and saw a girl that was <clears throat> a 15
1: year old girl forced yeah, kid, to do something a with a broken ankle.
0: And that she looked desperate for help at her coach before going out, before being essentially told. And he was like, hey, you can do it, you can do it. Yep. And, yeah, so this this author of this post now looks at this, it's a kid who lands and then shrieks in pain. Yeah, And is and asking for help. And it doesn't have to be help. that way.
1: Right. So. And um, to add another layer to this, and this is kind of like the work we are experts in the field on, I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've yeah. said that before. I'm going to keep claiming it. Yes. Um, A layer deeper... If you don't know about Larry Nasser, please figure out what that is. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's happening there. But Larry Nasser, I'll give you a quick overview. Um, trainer, basically, for mm-hmm. doctor. doctor. He, ha- he yeah. was a doctor. Doctor. Um, for the U.S. women's gymnastics team. Uh, Carrie had Larry Nasser as a doctor. Um, Simone Biles also had Larry Nasser as a doctor. He has been found guilty of sexually assaulting hundreds of women, yeah, including underage girls. I was going
0: say, not even women, just little kids. Right, right. Girls. Yeah.
1: I mean, wh- whoever was involved, whether mm-hmm. they were eight, over 18 or under 18, he right. took advantage of them. Um, so we see Carrie, uh, after she broke after she was forced to the vault, broke her ankle, was then handed off to Larry Nasser. There's a her picture. Abuser. Her abuser. I don't know if she's ever publicly spoken out about that so i'm just speculating but this guy was a monster so and so that adds a layer of trauma you've been sexually assaulted and now you're forced to like all these things and then Mm -hmm. simone biles we don't she has come out publicly and said that she was assaulted by larry nasser so that's just another layer like there's probably ptsd there again i'm just speculating yeah um there are triggers out there for Mm -hmm. her and like no one considers this. Like yeah. when it came out, people were like, Oh, that's awful, that's awful, that's awful. But then we forgot about it. No, Simone Biles has not forgotten about it.
0: No, that's just <laughs> Yeah, I guarantee she'll never forget about it. Right. The and Sherry hasn't
1: or. either, if if that was her situation. <clears throat> again, speculation. Yeah. But so you have these like girls that are on the world stage being forced to do things, being yelled at. The Coroli Ranch was known for um militant like training Mm -hmm. them yelling at the girls uh eating disorders rampant oh yeah like all this stuff and you expect these girls to come out and perform like little uh Mm -hmm. robots no Simone Biles said I'm not a robot (laughs) I am feeling things yeah and I can't compete well and I'm so proud of her (laughs)
0: absolutely no I'm so proud of her too and just from you know uh, you know some of the stuff I've been seeing unfortunately I've been seeing mostly positive the yeah. negative stuff i've seen out there has uh generally required or or uh, uh created a lot of big backlash for them so like some negative yeah. comments usually has a lot of responses uh trying to correct them and call them out which i think is fantastic right but it is shocking to me just uh reading through uh, those the, some of the negative comments about letting down america letting down her no teammates yeah. and i just can't help but think to myself she uh, was it's the exact opposite for me. She didn't let America down. She stood up and showed yeah. America that we allow people the kind of autonomy and freedom to take care of themselves mm-hmm. and that their personal worth is a great deal worth more than uh, right. some gold medal right. or silver medal. And
1: she's, I think she's made huge strides for America just even with that decision. Oh, like yeah. To open up the conversation, a huge conversation about it. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. The other thing um, that I wanted to mention is, uh, Simone Biles started a gym for kids to come in and, um, just be safe. Like, I think this, that's so amazing is like, she kind of turned around her situation of being basically assaulted at the Coroli ranch in multiple different ways. And that has like started, um, this, this extra gym for girls, boys, whoever it is that want to come and be safe and their parents can come and like be a part of it and watch them at the Corolli ranch. They were, it was basically yeah like it can't you sent your kid away to camp. Well, that's so cool um, that she
0: does it. That it incorporates yeah. family.
1: Yeah, and it's it's just a really cool moment where you're like okay like that trauma turned into something really great and she's been um not a huge sp- spokesperson for sexual assault as much as um like Allie Raceman has or well I feel it's coming I feel like it's <laughs> gonna come out now yeah maybe I mean maybe she'll write a book I don't know a lot of Olympic athletes write books um yeah. we'll see what happens but I think it's just great that she took that and turned it around and I think she's gonna do the same thing with this like Take yeah. a take an experience that was really hard for her and turn it around into something positive for other kids or other adults, whoever it is.
0: Absolutely. Well, I mean, she's, <clears throat> you mentioned earlier, she's on this world stage, this Olympic world stage that's all about physical prowess and, and ability, right? Yeah. And I feel like, um, I feel like one of the things you and I discussed earlier uh, about how we're so more, so much more concerned about physical injury, not mental mm-hmm. injury. Physical health, not mental health. Uh, I think she's going to find herself potentially on the world stage for uh, mental health awareness. Yeah, I mean, and I Michael think Phelps she's is a little
1: bit now. I mean, yeah. she could step up even more, but he definitely has come forward like that. But in a move like this, she's got the microphone.
0: Yeah, she has the microphone, and I think she has. Um, yeah, I think she has immense ability to influence now. The, uh, the narrative and the conversation around how critical mental health yeah, is and how absolutely. important self-care is. And I think that's going to be, I mean, like you said, it's uh, amazing how from that trauma uh, she's turned, you know, created this camp and done positive things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the remarkable things about survivors that oftentimes. The resiliency. Or the resiliency. Mm-hmm. Now, that resiliency often masks the fact that they're still going to deal with that trauma. Yeah. No, it's not life. gone. Mm-mm. Um but it's just—I just think she has such an opportunity now to um, respond back in a yeah. way that says, "Hey, I I matter."
1: Yeah, so. and so many other people have been mm-hmm. like, "We see you. Yeah. We see your value beyond a medal for our country." <laughs> like, yeah, well,
0: and that brings me up. That brings it up. Uh, it was because she today was it just today that she released that she withdrew from the individual.
1: Yeah, the individual. I mean technically yesterday for them because yeah in Japan, so i so. suppose good call <laughs> anyway, good call anyway. time zones
0: uh <laughs> but i think that's just an interesting concept too that i've seen on social media it was that you know the initial one with you know was you let the team down you let america down which she um, didn't, so. yeah which we only yeah we've talked uh, for our listeners to know we've talked a lot uh here about that's a such a better sacrifice to for that a personal sacrifice she made for her team
1: yeah they got silver right if she had competed and brought all the scores down
0: yeah it would have it could have been worse probably
1: not even placed
0: yeah so with the courage it took to make that kind of personal Mm -hmm. sacrifice to step away from that team and not hold them back yeah um for what she perceived i mean she may have performed great we don't know but she perceived herself as not being capable of doing that right so she saved her team yeah, and i just find that, that so for them. yeah yep, whereas individually we think you know individually okay so she didn't let the team down she didn't let the country can you imagine that personal side i mean how many years she's went through the trauma of being uh schooled and conditioned in that kind of environment that you were talking mm-hmm. about she's been probably lost most of her you know youth and adolescence oh, sure. dedicated to this mm-hmm. and to walk out to walk away that is not Something yeah. you do just because. It's like, not like ah, she's I'm just even gonna walking
1: walk away. away to go home. Like right? she's still she's gonna watch all of her teammates. I I mean I don't know, but I'm yeah. pretty sure she's gonna be at the closing ceremonies. Like she's not like I give up on everything. She's just like yeah. I have to take a step back from. Yeah, competing. and that
0: decision is not taken. It's not done lightly. You don't like. Yeah, it's no. hard for me just to call in sick one day. Um, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> right. Really I'll like, be fine. Yeah, <laughs> but like to to train your whole life for something and to mm-hmm. say. Uh, and to be uh, self-aware enough to say, I can't do this. Yeah. Like, that, that takes a lot of courage. I think that's way more brave than showing up for the sport. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> I
1: just gave an applause in case you didn't hear. Okay, we're trying to make this um, episode shorter. So I'm going <laughs> to...
0: How's that going so, so far? Like... It's
1: not. There's so much to say. I know. Um, Especially in the sports world. So the one other thing I wanted to mention and talk about in something that we stand for um, slash stand against, we stand for these women, but we stand against what's happening to them. That's what yes. I am trying to say. Yes. Um, yeah. so if you haven't seen the other news within the, not the Olympic realm necessarily, but, um, it's in the European handball federation.
0: Oh, <laughs> like, I forgot okay, so that you were going to bring this one up. I know.
1: Up. Um, it's just like really ugh, big news. Okay. The Norwegian handball team, women um apparently the dress code is bikinis you wear yeah, bikini, cause that makes sense bikini bottoms you're playing on a beach bikini tops that's what the dress code is can i ask
0: you what's the dress code for the boys
1: um, I think just shorts Is it a and a thong? tank, it's maybe? not a thong, it's no, not a speedo. They don't have to wear bikinis if that's what you're asking. Yeah, that's exactly you know, what speedos. I was. Speedos, um, so they can wear shorts. Yeah, they can wear shorts for sure. Okay. Um, so they decided these are really uncomfortable. We don't really want to wear bikinis on the beach to play handball in, and so they um like kind of protested, I guess, and wore spandex shorts. I'm not talking about spandex leggings that go all the way to your ankles. Spandex shorts that are still so they were wearing shorts. For school, just say. like.
0: The guys wear shorts. Yes,
1: but tighter because they're yeah. spandex. I don't think boys wear spandex shorts.
0: Yeah, probably not.
1: Um. Anyway, so the uh, handball federation fined them fifteen hundred euros because quote unquote. I'm it, not gonna
0: lie, euros it, is very confusing for me. Is that three dollars or like a it's thousand? It's a lot more. Than, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I wasn't sure. The
1: euro is worth more than American money. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so it's a lot um, of money for a team. Yeah. Um. So they quote unquote said the women wore improper clothing and that was what the fine was for
0: yeah i wonder if they had worn board shorts like the guys yeah. wear i just I, I just i just find it fascinating yeah
1: and so this relates to the fact that we keep sexualizing women
0: yeah. the um, objectification of a woman there
1: are rules that say you have to wear a bikini to play handball on this team mm-hmm. and if you don't you'll get fined if you wear shorts fined improper clothing you must wear a bikini yeah, when like what?
0: Right, who's on this committee? Who's decided
1: this? I, I have my guesses, but I won't say out loud who yeah. I think it is. But because
0: um. it's just bizarre to me. I mean, especially when I think uh, and I can't remember, uh, so don't quote me. Uh, but it was a it was an Ivy League school. There was a student who did an, uh, a big research project about the bikinis and um, did uh, studies uh, like of um, people looking at different pictures and images of women in different states of dress so some uh, okay. in business suits and some of different things and they found that with the brain activity uh when men saw a woman in a business suit that the part of their brain that associated uh, mm-hmm. that the part of their brain that was activated was the part that uh, was about uh, just general business and things like that but when they saw women in bikinis that part of the brain that was activated was the same part of their brain that uh, processes things like hammers, screwdrivers, drills. That's crazy. So they literally look at woman, a woman as a tool. Now, it's not a yeah. conscious effort. It's no, they're not like, oh, yeah,
1: that's, um, right? that's an, it's, object. Like, no an object. It is an object
0: in their brain. That's yeah. how it's processing it. So, yeah, let's uh, put these women up on a world stage, an Olympic stage for this and throw them yeah. in some things, yeah. uh, uniform. Make it uniform, those,
1: yeah. It's crazy. They um, really objectify
0: them. It's, it's terrible.
1: Yeah, I so, I mean, it. they didn't rescind the fine. It's still out there, but the singer... Who,
0: how'd they take care of the fine?
1: Well, yeah, I'm glad you are asking. The singer yeah. Pink uh, was like, this is crazy.
0: Go Pink, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, she's always been super on top of things. Um, yeah. And by things, I just mean society. Yeah, she's loud. Feminist. She stands out. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, she offered to pay their fine, so I'm sure that that probably happened. Um, but, I mean, no one's doing anything to that committee, that yeah. handball federation, um, things I don't know if things will change. Like, but I, we talk about those two stories, I guess to, to say that like for some reason,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we live in a society still that thinks that they can have a say over someone else's body, someone else's um, abilities. Like Simone Biles, you must continue even though you're whatever. like you're feeling this way, you're thinking this way. Um, Carrie Strug, you must keep going even though you have an ankle injury, you broke your ankle, Um, handball people, you can't come out here dressed like that. We're saying that you must wear a bikini. Like, why? (laughs) Why? Just why? I
0: don't even know another word other than You have
1: autonomy over your body, and um, I I mean, I get that sports uniforms are a thing, but if you're uncomfortable wearing a bikini, it's okay if you wear shorts. Yeah. Like, give them an option even. I don't know, but... We just keep, and I'm not saying it's all women, it's all men, whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. We just keep objectifying people that we think we can objectify.
0: Yeah, I mean, because on this committee, I'm sure these committees, these people making up these rules, these are, uh, I mean, we work at a small nonprofit and mm-hmm. we barely ever make a decision completely autonomously. Yeah, it's through like your boss. we have to go yeah. through our boss and we, we staff things with our colleagues and coworkers. It's a system. This, yeah, it's a system. <laughs> and this Olympic committee's, these are made up of men and women probably from different countries mm-hmm. and different, and somehow yet, still, they're collectively coming up with a decision that yeah. says, oh yeah, this is okay. The bikinis are, are the mand- mandated uniform. Mm-hmm. I mean, I told my girls about it last night and uh, my middle daughter, Ava, she, she was even like, how when when these girls brought this issue to the, to the conversation,
1: yeah.
0: how did people not just say on the committee... Wow, we had never thought of that. That's really bad. You know what? We're going to open it up immediately to... And they gave reasons
1: why they were uncomfortable. Have you ever played... Have you ever sat... I'll bring it back because you're a male. Have you ever sat on the beach in a Speedo? Uh,
0: Absolutely not. Right? Like, it's uncomfortable. It feels like it would be pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean...
1: (laughs) So, I just... Yeah, I think people need some autonomy we can't have these tight reins and not even those committees those committees are what is making this happen Mm -hmm. but then it's the people on social media who think that they also can be like oh you let your team down simone Mm -hmm. i'm sorry what who are you like
0: yeah who are you what are you from your couch (laughs) yeah i mean i mean this is a woman who uh speaking as simone already set multiple records for medals multiple yes. records for i mean she, she does
1: stuff that no one else does
0: right she i i think she has nothing to prove no nothing to prove she's by far yeah i mean i don't i don't think i have Have all the motivation in my life probably doesn't equal what she has in like her <laughs> pinky finger right i like <laughs> I mean, to so. judge
1: the olympics and be like oh that dive wasn't so great your splash and then i remember i'm like <laughs> i can't even walk
0: sometimes without tripping who and, am i yeah like
1: Anyway, so. yeah. Okay, I think we're at the end. We've talked a lot. Um, it's so important, though, especially in the work that we do with sexual violence. It's like all of these little things keep adding up for people to think it's okay to either harm other people, think yeah. things that are harmful, all that kind of stuff. So we're just going to break it down. Yeah, and they are
0: that part of that culture. I mean, yeah. it's we have to keep this conversation going and the discussion going because yeah. it is part of that culture that needs to change about the objectification of women which you know is not the you know we've talked about this it's not the cause um but there's a correlation to this culture this mindset mm-hmm. and objectification mindset that lends to sexual assault right lends and then, to then sexual no violence.
1: consequences or very little lack of absolutely yeah. so
0: no something needs to change really fast i <sighs> know Absolutely. Anyway,
1: thanks for listening to episode one and we'll see you in episode two. I mean we'll we'll see you. We won't see we'll hear, you. You'll hear us. You'll hear us. I think I've said that before. I yeah. it. Take care.